0: The following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Volleyball. Siegel sets right side. They'll go Pierce. Tries
1: to roll it into the donut hole. Collision, but it's picked up there by McCurdy. And Potts will roll it across. Dug out by Pierce. Set Linder blocked up front and in. Ace
0: block. Jalen Potts teaming up with Hannah Adam. Tonight, it's a Fort Carney Conference duel from Pleasanton as the Bulldogs battle the Amherst Broncos. High School Volleyball on KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Floats
1: it across. Picked up there by Trampy. Outside attack. Potts is back in the front row.
0: Punched into the air. They get it to Pierce and she'll rattle it off that single block. COVID has pushed tonight's triangular with Excel to a duel between Pleasanton and Amherst. Amherst has won seven of their last eight, while Pleasanton has dropped only one set all season. It's the Broncos and the Bulldogs coming up next, but first is the Hoglemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Pleasanton with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda, right after this word from Hoglemeyer Hybrids.
1: And good evening, everyone. We're back in Pleasanton for Fort Kearney Conference Volleyball on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com with our producer, engineer, Cannon Rath. I'm Doug Duda. Glad to have you along with us as we get ready for Pleasanton and Amherst. This was supposed to be a triangular, but Axtell has some contact tracing with the COVID. Pleasanton requested that they not come down tonight. And that's kind of what we've seen in a few other instances, although volleyball has not been hit near as hard as football when it comes to games that are off. Axtell State rated would have been a heck of a battle between them and Amherst tonight, but Pleasanton looks to take care of their conference rival and we will bring you the action here. Centennial Conference Tournament action going on at Kearney Catholic and Grand Island Central Catholic, plus Hastings is home tonight against Aurora. That's just some of our area action. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll look at the starting lineups in a minute.
4: Or call Scott, Nathan, or Kyle today.
1: Time now for the starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for Amherst, they'll start with number three, five foot seven inch freshman Hannah Herrick. Number twelve, five foot eight inch senior, is Jalen Potts. She leads the team in kills. Right ahead of Hadwiger. Uh, she is in the four-slot, but in between is number seven, five ten freshman Brianna Bosshammer, then number ten, five seven junior Tenley Hadwiger, number twenty-one, five five senior Brianna Trampy, and number eleven, five-seven sophomore, Caitlin Hagen. The Libero is number one, a five-two freshman, Josie Tesmer, as you can tell. A very young team here for head coach Joni Fader, assisted by Kyle Fader and Sarah Leary. Fifteen and seven. Now they've won seven of their last eight, including the championship of the Ansley Litchfield Invitational. But none of those seven teams that they have beaten during that run currently have a winning record for Pleasanton. They'll start with number 20, a 6'2 junior middle blocker, Chelsea Fisher. Number 4, 5'6 senior center, Natalie Siegel. Number 15, 5'9 senior outside hitter, Casey Pierce. Number 10, 6' senior middle blocker, Katie Linder. Number 8, 6' f- senior middle blocker, Kinsey Linder. And number 6, 5'9 senior outside hitter, Belle Pates. The libero is number 3, a 5'7 sophomore, Reagan Weisdorfer. Pleasanton, 21-0, ranked number 1 in D1. And as you heard, only one set they have lost. Lost all year, and that came against Grand Island Central Catholic. The head coach is Shane Nordby, assisted by Vicki Lammers, Brianna Dinas, John Phillips, and Marissa Ashy And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank, and Kearney. More in a moment.
5: The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdrich, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with global connections.
1: Let's take a look at our injury report brought to you by our friends at Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Again, still good news for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. They come in clean tonight, but for Amherst, they will be without one of their starters in Hannah Adam. The junior got injured yesterday in practice with an ankle injury, and so she is out tonight, one of the starting middles for Amherst. And those are your injury updates brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. A lot of red in the gym tonight. As Pleasanton takes on Amherst, and you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrid's pregame show, contact Terry or Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer. First serve is next. Well, these are two of the top three teams when it comes to the Fort Kearney Conference Tournament that gets underway next week. Pleasanton will be hosting SEM, ansley Litchfield, Axtell, and Elm Creek. Overton will host Highline, Wilcox, Hildreth, Amherst, and Loomis. Pleasanton will move from right to left, and Amherst from left to right as you listen along your radio dial. Both programs have really good football teams that are battling this year as well, Amherst has a test with Ravenna at home tomorrow night, and for Pleasanton, they head up to Twin Loop. It will be Pleasanton to serve it away first, and Chelsea Fisher will swat it away. For Amherst, they'll go to Potts, and she'll get the first kill on the first swing. Jalen Potts, the leading attacker, rifles it off the back row of the Bulldogs, shoots it up here. Into the stands, and it's one nothing in favor of Amherst. As we were talking with Coach Vader before the ball game, she says even our seniors are young, just really the second year of a lot of playing experience here as the serve floats across here for Hannah Herrick. Outside Linder, she's going to be into the net. Four hits, 2 nothing in favor of Amherst. And just trying to get off to a good start here and battle with Pleasanton. That is the key. And back to serve it away again will be Herrick. Right in the middle of the service area, one step fires it across to Linder, pass a little bit off the mark. Siegel runs it down, back row attack by Pates. Up there by Trampy. Back set right side, Potts got the angle attack, and it's up in the back row there by Weisdorfer. But it'll have to be set across. A free ball here as it is set by Hagen. Tipped across and good in the middle for Amherst and Tenley Hadwiger. So it's three to nothing. Amherst off to a good start here in the opening set. And Hannah Herrick serves it away to Weisdorfer. Now they're in system. Seagull outside Linder. She's blocked. Potts and Hadwiger with the ace block. And what a great start here for Amherst. And it's four to nothing. And again, not a whole lot rattles Pleasanton. They just want to get the volleyball in their hands and put it an into this 4-0 run. Served to Weisdorfer. Siegel sets Linder on the left side. This time it's around the block, and Pleasanton is on the board. Obviously, Katie Linder, the leading attacker for the Bulldogs on the season, coming into tonight's match with a total for Pleasanton of 231 kills. Pates next with 156. Outside attack by Hadwiger. What a great job by Siegel to run it down, and it's passed across there by Taryn Flood. They'll run a quick slide to the outside Pots. Flood with a one-arm up in a back row again. Outside Pierce, she'll drive it through the double block and get the Pleasanton kill. Good point on both sides of the net that time. And a side out here for Pleasanton. Natalie Siegel, excuse me, a straight serve. Uh, They won the last point, so two in a row here. Siegel to serve it away. Fires it across to Trampy. Set to the 10-foot line. Hadwiger rolls it off the block. Pierce with the dig. Siegel, middle, Linder, attack, and it's 4-3. So Amherst with a lot of good feel good and the crowd getting into it. Scored the first four, but Pleasanton answers right back with three in a row and could tie it right here themselves. And Siegel pounds it right down the middle of Trampy. Here is the set back to Potts. She comes near Pitt and puts it away. Kind of caught Pates, maybe leading the wrong way. And Jalen Potts with a couple of kills and an ace block. 5-3 Amherst. And Amherst does sub a lot. Into the ball game is Macy Stokebrand. The senior comes into the front and back to serve it away will be Jalen Potts. And Potts rolls it across to Linder. Siegel backs that right side. Pierce adjusts. Blocked, and it's in. Ace block up front. Going to be registered by Brianna Bosshammer. That's the second ace block here for Amherst. Amherst wearing those dark red uniforms with the black numerals on them. And Pottser serves an ace. It's 7-3. Amherst with the lead here in the opening set. Again, if you're just joining us, it was supposed to be a triangular tonight. Normally, we'd be giving you Axtell Amherst, but instead, Axtell doesn't make the trip. And the serve is nearly an ace again that time. To the outside, the attack put down, though, by Kinsey Linder. And it is 7-4. Side out here for Casey Pierce to serve it up for Pleasanton. Best of five now that we are playing here in this duel instead of a triangular. And Pierce tosses it. A lot of spin on it. Fires it into the far corner. Picked up there. Quick middle. They'll go to Potts. Off the single block. It's good. That's Hadwiger. Tenley Hadwiger with the kill. Eight for Amherst. Again, Amherst looking for some confidence builder here tonight. Being tested again. Knowing what lies ahead of them when they get to the conference and to the postseason. And in to serve it away will be Riley Washenko. Washenko fires it across to Pierce. Here's a good set middle. Linder up, ball down. Katie with her third kill. And a side out, Pleasanton. They are down by a score of 8-5. to five. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney Amherst-Pleasanton and the World Wide Web. At platriverpreps.com. our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Lexington, Holdridge, and Lincoln. Outside attack, just on the back line for Amherst and Saren Prickett. Another freshman gets a kill. That's the fifth kill, two ace blocks, one ace serve. There's only been one error so far from Pleasanton, and Hadwiger now will serve it away. Back middle to Pierce. Outside pace. She's blocked. It's dug out of the net. Amherst started to celebrate, but they regained control. Picked up a back row there by Lashen Cole. Roll shot across is going to be dug out by Linder. Single back row to Linder. All she can do is set it across. Lash and Cole got a hand on it. Then Riley picked it up from Josie and passed across free ball here. Pleasanton. Right side trying to get under it is Kinsey Linder, and she sends it wide and out of bounds. Point Amherst. They're up 10-5. Coach Linder wasn't kidding. They do a lot of substituting. And Tenley Hanwiger will serve it away again. Right down the middle to Pierce. Pump set outside. Pates, good look, and she'll hammer it home. Belle Pates with her first kill. Side out here for the Bulldogs. But they are trailing 10-6. They have yet to take the lead here in this first set. A lot of volleyball to go, but at least some excitement here for the Bronco players and their fans off to a good start as Weisdorfer will serve it across, back set right side. is going to be blocked up there by Fisher. She tips it back over. Amherst is up to the task. Roll shot across, little pinball going on here. Pass back over to Pleasanton. Siegel tight to the net, and it's put away by Fisher. Nice recovery by Pleasanton midway through the point, and Chelsea Fisher will get her first kill, allowing Weisdorfer to serve it away again. When we get to sub-districts, Taking a look at what's going on here in D1, these teams are in the same sub, so Amherst needs a little confidence as it's tipped across here with the offhand by Hannah Herrick. Bump set to Pates, a little roll shot in the middle, off the double block and good. That was a big changeup. That was not going to bounce off the block. And Pates gets kill number two. 10-8 Amherst. And Weisdorfer looking for three in a row. Pounds it across here to Losh and Cole. Both of them are in there both uh, Josie and Riley. Here's the set outside. Pates again. She'll hammer it, but deep. Got underneath that one and sent it to the back wall. 11-8 Amherst. And the multiple substitutions. Potts back in. And also back in will be Brianna Trampy to go back and serve it away. Speaking of their sub-district, by the way, Pleasanton, Axtell, Amherst, and Alma. Obviously, Axtell really wanted to be here to get a chance to play tonight. Fisher in the middle through the double block. It's good. So kind of a lot of implications, a lot of repercussions maybe would be the word by Axtell not being here. Not going to get a chance to see either one of their opponents in the sub-district tonight and possibly conference next week. Serve across paint set to the outside. Potts tip shot, and it's out of bounds. It's called out right by the up official. And Pleasanton's on a 5-1 run. Ten points for Pleasanton, 11 for Amherst. And Pate serves it across off the Libero that time. Tesmer, and it ends up being passed across off the antenna. And Coach Linder saying that wasn't out. Now they're going to consult with the Lions gals. And the up official saying no, it bounced off the antenna. The up official says, I'm making the call here, although they will discuss it. Good hustle there, nonetheless, by Amherst. But I think this call will stand, and it will be 11 to 11. Don't forget that we are here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, bringing you tonight's FKC play-by-play while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. called Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. And they are going to give the ball to Amherst as they went and talked to the Lions judge. And now Coach Shane Norby going, what are you talking about? I would think you would at least get a replay here. Definitely have a very experienced officiating crew here. Don't want to say anything against them that way. I don't know. That was tough. It looked like the antenna moved. And Coach Norby doesn't like what he saw, and they're actually going to give Amherst the point. And, again, I would think that should be a replay. But, again, Pleasanton the way they are. Has to be confident. And assistant coach Dinus is off the bench encouraging the kids. Serve comes across at 12-10. Right side, Fisher through the block and good. So although Amherst got the point, this is one of those times where maybe you wish you didn't because you don't have to throw any gas on the Bulldog fire as Fisher serves it across to Trampy. Set that time by Hagan. On the outside, it's blocked by Linder. Dug out of the net, though. Nice save by Hannah Herrick, and across it comes. To Linder in the middle, she'll rattle it home, and we're tied at 12. So Katie now with their fourth kill, 12-12. Amherst was up 10-5, as we are in our second time through the rotation. Chelsea Fisher's serving it away. Doesn't waste any time, goes middle, and pots will terminate. That's some pretty good energy here in the gym tonight. Halfway home in the opening set, 13 to 12 in favor of Amherst, playing well. Again, as we said, not a lot of errors so far by Pleasanton. Amherst playing well. And Hannah Herrick, who got three in a row to start it, serves it across. Pass off the mark. Linder runs it down. Weisdorfer has to bump it over. Free ball here. Potts in the middle of the set was off. Had to tip it across. It floats over. Linder. She'll fire it in the back corner. And they call it on the line. Katie Linder. Okay, we're even. <laughs> It looked like it was deep, so we're even. 13-13. Both teams probably got one to go against them here in the last five points that they shouldn't have. Serve across to Amherst will go middle. They'll go to Potts to Hadwiger. They faked it one way and went to Hadwiger. Now Pierce under return, and she'll bring it home off the double block. Casey Pierce, her second kill. And Pleasanton has taken their first lead of the match, 14-13, here in the opening set. And Natalie Siegel to serve it away. Fires it across here to Herrick, stays in the back row. Up front, it'll be bumped across, but out of bounds that time. Trying to find the line was Bosshammer. 15-13, now Pleasanton. Let's see what Coach Fader wants to do. They're going to let Siegel serve one more here to Trampy. Again, bumped up and blocked at the net on the attack that time by Bosshammer. Ace blocked by Linder. And we will get a timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. It is now Pleasanton 16, Amherst 13, opening set on Power 99.
4: Lammer's Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, And to fill your tank. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammer's Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs.
2: This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer independent representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064.
1: Out of the Amherst timeout, Hadwiger takes a swing from zone four. It's picked up and Pierce on the return. Nice up on the back row by and Punched across and put down by the center, Caten Hagan. And a side out here for Amherst, 16-14. In favor of Pleasanton. And back to serve it now will be Josie Lashencole. Passes off the mark, and they'll have to set it across here for the Bulldogs. That and that passes off the mark. Can they get a swing? It's punched across and deep off of Boss Hammer. So side out here for Pleasanton. 17-14 now in favor of the Bulldogs as Casey Pierce goes back to serve it away here in the opening set. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors. Glad to have you here. As Pierce's serve is deep, not many errors from that service line for the year for Pleasanton, but that one just misses deep. Coming in is Saren Prickett again, and back to serve it away will be Riley Losh Cole. She's the senior; Josie is the freshman. We've got a rotation check here, and remind you that the Platte River Prep's Athlete of the Month is brought to you by b and Carpet and. Dun- Log on to PlatriverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One Boy, One Girl Winner each month. Brought to you by BNB Carpet as Pates takes a half shot off the tip. Picked up there by Herrick. Set outside and pushed across to the Bulldogs. It'll be set across by Kinsey Linder and Linder throws it the donut hole. Second kill. Point Pleasanton, by the way. Tyce Westland of Pleasanton, our first male athlete of the month. And then Elena Vargas, the cross country. Outstanding runner at St. Cecilia, who won conference again on Tuesday, takes the women's nod. Tip across here by Prickett. Scramble, Pierce from the back row, set it deep and out of bounds. Point Amherst, 18-16 Pleasanton to the best of five opening set here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Again, Saturday, we will be in Grand Island for the final day of the Centennial Conference Tournament, as Hadwiger will serve it away to Pates, Back to Fisher in the middle, off the tip. Can they save it? No. Fisher with the kill. Her fourth. That's already 16 kills for Pleasanton, plus an ace block. There just haven't been many errors. And Weisdorfer, who kind of got things turned around last time, will serve it away. Outside attack is blocked by Fisher. Back to Amherst. Right side swing by Stokebrand. Blocked. She saves it and puts it down. Macy Stokebrand with the kill. Side out Amherst. And back to serve it away will be Josie Tesmer, the Libero, or is she just gonna check in and hand it off? Looks like she's gonna hand it off to Brianna Trampy. 19-17, a fairly tight first set. Trampy across. Pass tight to the net. Siegel tipped it over, and that's gonna work. Give Natalie Siegel her first kill. All six starters now have a kill for Pleasanton. And Pates to go back and serve it away. It is 20 to 20-17, Pleasanton. Short serve, Trampy has it. Set, right side, tipped across, the down over the double block for Hannah Herrick. Reached as high as she could. Uh, not that she mistimed her jump. I think the set was just a little too high for her. She kind of had to reach back, and she flicked it over the double block, and a back row couldn't get up in time for Pleasanton. Can Amherst make it a little more interesting. They're down two, 20 to 20-18, and serving it away will be the setter, Kate Hagan. Siegel backs at Fisher. Blocked up front that time by Potts. Still alive. Siegel backs it to Pierce. She's over, everybody, but was it tipped? No, it's out of bounds. Point plus. Oh, they are going to call a tip in the back. They are going to call a tip in the back. I thought maybe it was, and Casey Pierce... Will get credit for the kill. A huge point. Pleasanton now up three instead of one. And Fisher now to his it away. So close. Sometimes so tough to tell. And Fisher, great serve. Dug out though nicely and set to the outside. Punched across by Bosshammer. Run down by Pates on the back line. Back set Linder has to tip it over. Thrown right back, but they're going to call a lift on Potts. They're going to call the lift on Potts. Kind of just threw it up and she two-hand threw it back. And it's 22-18. to 18. Fisher strong serve. Scramble to get it back. Boss hammer, roll shot. They'll get it to Siegel. Middle, Linder, wide on the attack. It's out of, oh, it's tipped again. Point, Pleasanton. And now it's a two-point game till the victory, and we're looking maybe for a timeout. Will Amherst use it? Coach Linder saying, how is that, a or Fader, excuse me, Coach Fader saying, "How was that tipped? Fisher, the serve, lines it over to Trampy, set in the middle for Potts. She'll drive it down and good. The senior Jalen Potts with her fourth kill. Side out Amherst. Flood back in for Pleasanton. And back to serve it away here for the Broncos is Hannah Herrick as we get back to rotation one. But Amherst is going to need another great run like she had to start it, and instead the serve is deep. And that'll be the first service error here for Amherst, and that'll bring us to game point for the Bulldogs. And rotating back in is Kinsey Linder, 24-19. And Natalie Siegel to serve it away. Picked up by Trampy over Doug. Free ball put away by Pearson. That's the end of the opening set. It was a battle, but Pleasanton was able to find a way to pull away and win it 25-19 over Amherst. Game one of the best of five. We're back with more after this on Power 99.
3: Ryan Trampy is a very proud supporter of all area sports. Ever wonder what sets Channel Seed products apart from other seed? It's a direct connection to Monsanto, a company consistently recognized as a leader in seed and trade technology. Tested globally, locally, and then combined with the latest traits and treatments to ensure performance potential on your acres. i Ryan Trampy, your Channel Seed dealer
4: save money and breathe easier call axman heating and air your lennox and water furnace dealer it's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently axman heating and air your water furnace and lennox dealer serving pleasanton and surrounding area craig and karen axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck
0: trotter fertilizer in service of pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes and wish them good luck in the competition Stop in and talk to the experts at Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton for everything you need to keep your farm rolling and your crops growing, including chemicals and fertilizer. Trotter Fertilizer and Service in Pleasanton. Good luck, Bulldogs.
5: Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter.
1: Quick rundown of the opening set stats for Amherst. Hannah Herrick, three service points and a kill. Brianna Bosshammer, an ace block. Macy Stokebrand had a kill. Tenley Hadwiger a service point, two kills. Kate and Hagen had a kill. Jalen Potts, two service points. One was an ace, and ace block, four kills. And Saren Prickett had a kill. Ten kills, two ace blocks, one ace serve. For Pleasanton. Natalie Siegel, four service points and a kill. Bell Pates, three kills. Kinsey Linder, two kills. Katie Linder, an ace block, six kills. Reagan for a couple of service points. Casey Pierce, four kills. Chelsea Fisher, three service points and four kills. An impressive 20 kills in that opening set. One ace block, no ace serves. Pleasanton rallies from an early 10-5 deficit to win it 25-19. Game two of the best of five between the Bulldogs and Broncos after this on Power 99. Well, there producer-engineer, Ken Rath, Doug Duda back with you here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth as we get ready to begin game two. And Tennelly Hadwiger will serve it away for Amherst. At Pierce, set to the outside, Linder, she'll get the first kill of this second set. Katie with her seventh, Pleasanton up one to nothing, and checking in now will be Haley Molring. They're going to use her here in game two with Natalie Siegel to serve it away. And Josie Tesmer comes in as the libero for Amherst, and the serve is in. It's an ace. Both the back row players thought it was going to go deep, opened up, and it bounced in by about a foot. It looked pretty good. It just dove down on them. And that is the first ace serve for Pleasanton. 2-0. Try the same place, and this time, Washington cole said, I got to play it, and it's tipped across here by Herrick. Right side attack, driven across and dug out by Lush and cole Middle, roll, Herrick, dugout, Pates. Back set to Linder. Linder off the double block. They can't find it. It falls on the Yamher side. So two kills to start the set here for Linder. And Siegel with a 3-0 lead. Natalie pounds it across. Tesmer with the play. bump set outside. It'll be tipped across. Herrick blocked by Linder. Right back across on the overdig. Siegel to Linder again. Has to shove it in the corner, and that's going to work. Good start here for Katie Linder. Amherst was up 4-0 in the first set. Now it's 4-0 Pleasanton in the second set. And more from Siegel. This is an even stronger serve. Picked up by Lash and Cole. They'll set all the way to the outside. Driven across by Herrick. Dig out by paints to Pierce. Pierce blocked up front. overdog Back to Amherst. And it'll be rolled over for a kill by the Bulldog or by the Broncos. Nice play in the middle by Herrick, and Amherst is on the board, 4-1, double switch again, and back to away is Brianna Trampy, 4-1 Pleasanton, first set went to the Bulldogs, 25-19, and now ready to go, Trampy serve, across to Weisdorfer. Good pass, Siegel, to Molring. The lefty brings it across, dug out by Trampy. Standing spike, roll shot by Potts. Picked up by Pierce right in the middle. Set it to Linder. She's blocked up front. A's block. Herrick and Potts team up for that one. Third A's block for the Broncos. And that'll allow Trampy to go back and serve it away again. Brianna with that big left knee brace. Fires one over. Flat pass. They get it to the back row. Still got a good swing by Pates, and she'll terminate. Boy, the pass was way off the mark. They still found a way to at least get it in the air, and Pates knew what to do. So many weapons with this Bulldog team that if that ball is just up, you got about five girls that can take a good swing at it. Pierce with the serve. Here is a quick in the middle, driven across by the freshman in Herrick. It's dug out, outside Pate, through the double block, picked up there by Riley Loshenko, cole tipped across here by Amherst, overdig, and then Potts put it across, and what a save again by Pleasanton. Two times they save it. This time Herrick is driving it across, and it's going to be passed back out of bounds. Give Herrick the kill. Oh, you don't talk about Pleasanton's defense all that often, but what a job they did on back-to-back swings by Jalen Potts. She tipped it, they overdug it, she hammered it. They ricocheted off two players with one arm saves to get the job done. And finally, Herrick was able to put it down. And now into it away will be Kate and Hagen. Amherst playing with some energy here tonight against the number one team in the state. Of course, you usually get everybody's best shot or you hope that that's what's gonna happen. And the serve. To Pierce, cross-corner, made her backpedal. They set it to her. Back row attack is going to be rolled over to Tesmer. Bump set to the outside off the back foot, way back, reaching way back. Potts gets it over. Now Pates will terminate for Pleasanton. That'll be the fifth kill for Bell. 6-3 Pleasanton, game two. Again tomorrow, we've got high school football for you here on Power 99. Centura at Gibbon. The big one on ESPN Tri-Cities, Adams Central at Carney Catholic. Hastings-York on 1230 KHS. Kennesaw-Blue Hill on the breeze, 94.5. They all kick off at 7. Siegel, outside, Pates, takes a little something into the left-hand corner. Picked up, though, by Tesmer. Outside, they'll go to Boss Hammer. Her shot picked up. Back row, Pierce on the swing. Trampy with the dig. Amber's got a chance here with Potts, and she'll go near pin and hit it wide. Again, we just have not had an abundance of errors in this game. Pretty clean volleyball, but there was one, and it's 7-3. Katie Linder again to serve. Picked up Herrick, set pots middle. It's blocked. It hangs on the net. They're able to tip it back over. One arm up by Pates, still right next to the net. Molring takes the swing, and she'll put it down for her first kill. Three in a row now by Pleasanton, 8-3, to three, and we're going to get a timeout here from Amherst. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. Out of the Amherst timeout, they'll run a slide for Hannah Herrick, and Herrick will get her third kill of the set. She's got all the kills in the set for Amherst. Now she'll rotate back and serve it away. It is eight to four. Pleasanton game two out of our ENT timeout. Middle attack Fisher, termination number five for Pleasanton. Again, you may have heard the Nebraska School Activities Association changed a little bit of the way we're going to run the state volleyball tournament next month. They're going to start on Wednesday. Now, technically there will be no change for the lower classes as Weisdorf for serve goes into the net. A, B, and C1 will open up on Wednesday. Then C2, D1, and D2 will play on Thursday, and all games will be at Pinnacle Bank Arena. So we'll have that lovely dual court on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday. Then the semifinals for all classes Friday and the championship will be on Saturday. Server crossed. By and Cole, joust at the net, comes over to Amherst with a quick tip. Now Fisher on the rip down and good. Chelsea's having a heck of a match here. Her sixth kill, 10-5, Pleasanton. Again, the opening set, Amherst was up 10-5, but Pleasanton just kept hacking away and won it 25-19. Pates with the serve, takes it over to Josie and Cole From the 10-foot line, it's taken over by Stoke Brand on a half. Outside attack by Pierce. It hits the net. It rolls across. It was not blocked. It's going to be an attack error on Pleasanton. Point for the Broncos trying to find a way to score on their serve. Only one time in that first rotation were they able to do so. And Riley Lash, and cole will go back and serve it away here for Coach Fader. Lash and Cole, a mini jump serve over to Pierce. Siegel has to run it down. Fisher still gets a swing from the right side. Punched across on a two-ball here. Free ball to Pleasanton in the middle. Fisher over the double block. Lash and Cole kept it alive. What a dig. They're able to flick it across with Herrick. Free ball here, right side. Third time. Fisher is a charm. All right, on the pin. She drove it through the double block and gets her seventh kill. Despite the excellent defensive effort there during that rally, for Amherst, and now Fisher to serve. Across it comes to Prickett. Right side attack, Hadwiger. Popped up there, Fisher. Faked the slide, go to Pierce. Roll shot in the middle. Dug out there by Prickett. Set it back to the middle, and double hits. Going to be called for the first time tonight on Amherst. 12-6, Bulldogs with Fisher at the line. Next week, complete coverage Tuesday and Thursday of the Fort Carney and Luplatt Conference tournaments on the Breeze, ESPN, and then... Power 99 next Thursday for the FKC. Here's the outside attack. Pierce said nobody can pick it up off the block. It shot into the air but dropped right in front of zone one. And nobody was there. Casey with her fifth kill. And now Pleasanton starting to put some distance between themselves and the Broncos here in game two. Sir Fisher, outside attack, block, but saving it and pushing it right back off the block is Prickett. Now Pierce takes it off a of Hadwiger dugout. The set by Lash and Cole. Roll shot across by Hadwiger. Picked up by Pates. Outside Pearson. She's going to be blocked out of bounds. Casey with the kill. And it's now 14-6. to six. Already one timeout used here by Amherst. Fisher serves a strong one. It's over Doug. At the net. Stepping across the line. Oh, we're going to get a back row attack called here on Pleasanton before Amherst stepped across the net. So a break there for the Broncos, and they'll get the side out here. 14-7, and Tenley Hadwiger will serve it away. The junior pounds it down the middle, and it's going to be an ace. Pass back off the back wall. So Tenley will get the second service ace of the match here for the Broncos, as Potts had one early in the first set. Hadwiger trying to move it around, goes to Linder, short zone five, set to her in zone four, and she'll get the kill. Katie Linder, double digits again in kills, and we got a long way to go. Again, we're playing the best of five tonight because Axtell dropping out or being told to drop out of the try today with some COVID issues, so Amherst and Pleasanton just playing a duel as the shot up there by Herrick is blocked by Linder and Molring and an ace block by Katie Linder. 16-8, 16-8, and to serve it away will be Natalie Siegel. Siegel leading the team in serving so far as a great setter as well. Has to be passed across by Tesmer. Bump set to Siegel, middle attack. Linder on the quick, over the single block, and good. I'll tell you what, if you're watching volleyball in the gym here in Pleasanton, you better have your eyes open. It's like sitting behind the plate with no net because the ball just Rattles into the stands time and time again off these blocks. Siegel serve across, and they'll get a roll shot here from Prickett. Passes a little off the mark, and Mulring will just set it across. Free ball at the 10-foot line. They'll set Herrick on a quick. Off the tip, it's over by Siegel, and nobody picked it up. They thought they were going to be able to block it, but it cleared the block, and Siegel will get a cheap one, and we'll get a timeout here called by Amherst. Pleasanton won the first set 25-19. They are now up. 18 to 8 here in the second this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney
6: And welcome back to Pleasanton. A big thank
1: you to Athletic Director Casey Loomis and the crew for their hospitality. Coach Norby, Coach Fader, as we come out of the Amherst timeout in the rally, it's Siegel to set middle for Linder. Off the single block, she'll get it home. Katie sees the floor so well, they actually did throw the double up. They weren't square in the middle. They were between the middle and the up pin. And a long, long run now for Pleasanton. It was 10-6, to now it's 19-8, to 9-2. to Bump set to the outside. We tipped Herrick, blocked up there by Mulring, but saved and punched across to Pierce. Now middle tip, doesn't get across by Linder. She was just trying to tip it slightly and softly across the net into zone four, but could not clear the tape. Again, Amherst had their fans really hopping here throughout the first set. They were playing right with Pleasanton, but Pleasanton got out to a 4-0 lead here in the second, 8-3, and have just continued to build the lead. As Brianna Trampy will serve it across. Pass off by Linder. Siegel still got it in the air. Molring got a swing. Blocked. Dug back above the net by Pates. Another swing by Prickett. Another dig by Pleasanton, although they'll send it over. Right at Potts. Send it back to Jalen. She hasn't got a swing in a while. That clips the net. It's dug out by Siegel to Pierce. Kind of off balance. She'll take a half shot across. Middle again. Tipped over by Herrick. Molring with the dig. Siegel gets it in the air. And a roll shot across here by the dogs. Long rally going Pots on the outside is blocked by Linder again. Katie Linder. 12 kills, three ace blocks, side out Bulldogs. And Casey Pierce to serve it away. And Pierce sends it deep again. That's her second service error of the match. We haven't seen many errors out of her throughout the year, but got one there. And back into to serve it will be Kate and Hagen. For Amherst, checking some other scores. Ogallala beat Minden tonight. Grand Island Central Catholic wins in two against Aquinas in the Centennial Conference tournament. Serve across and the middle attack by the lefty Molring over Doug free ball at the net and there is another kill for Linder. Great job up there trying to get the block, Hannah Herrick, but it just stuck against her arm in the net and had no way to pull it out after the block. Twenty-one to ten. And Linder now to serve it away. She's good there too. Trampy just barely kept it alive. Bumped across by Bosshammer. Siegel sets outside. Pates has to go roll into the middle. She got it. Put the jelly in the donut hole there for Bell Pates. And it's 22 to 9, or excuse me, 22 to 10, as Pleasanton is three points away from a 2 0 lead. Serve over to Trampy. There's a good pass to Hagen. To Potts in the middle. Over the double block. Dug out by Linder. Back set to Molring. It's Tip Save their trampy to Tesmer, and then they watch it fall. Like a ball hit into the shallow center, the ball fell between everybody. And now Amherst got to get a little something going here, maybe a couple points here before the end, get some momentum going into that third set so that they can get back to the level they were playing with in the first set. And Linder really unloads on this one and knocks it into the concession stand out there to pay admittance. 23-11. 23-11. to 11. Again, just a duel tonight. Axtell with some COVID issues was supposed to be here as part of a try. And to serve it away is the freshman Hannah Herrick. Set outside, paints a little flat. She saves it. Hadrigger gets a hand on it, then sets it across. Stays in the front row. Seal to the outside. Mulring puts it down. Out of system that time for Amherst. Just couldn't get where they needed to be. And Mulring with her second kill. And it is game point Bulldogs with Weisdorfer to serve it away. And Reagan's got to find a way to keep the serve in. She's also had a couple miscues. And this one is safely down the middle to Trampy. Bump set outside Hadwiger. Was it tipped? It sails deep and out of bounds. Or is there a tip? I think we did have a... Did we have a tip call? And, yeah, there was. I thought we had a tip call. And then sometimes when they don't look at you, they just kind of shy up. But a tip kill for Tenley Hadwiger. And, again... In the grand scheme of things, that just means we might play another couple of points because it's 24-12. And back to serve it away, Josie Wachenkohl until this set is over. She'll cut it across to Linder. Here's the set outside. Pates waits. Pates fires. It's dug out. Redirected across by Hadwiger. Siegel this time goes middle, and Fisher will end the set. Four kills in each set for Chelsea Fisher. And Pleasanton takes game two by a score of 25 to 12. They took the opener 25-19, and they lead Amherst two games to none as this FKC uh, duel continues after this. Take a look at some of the numbers here from the second set. A little bit more dominant for Pleasanton. Amherst, three kills from Hannah Herrick. Brianna Trampy had a service point. Tenley Hadwiger had an ace serve and a kill. Jalen Potts had an ace block. Four kills, one ace block, one ace serve for the Broncos. For Pleasanton, Natalie Siegel had seven service points. One was an ace and a kill. Haley Mulring, two kills. Bell Pates, three kills. Katie Linder, four service points, two ace blocks, and seven kills. Casey Pierce, two kills. Chelsea Fisher, three service points, four kills. Another 19 kills for Pleasanton. They've got 39 now in the match. Two ace blocks, one ace serves. The Dogs win the second set, 25-12. They're up 2-0 as we go to the third after this on Power 99.
4: Or call Scott, Nathan, or Kyle today.
8: Shockey Construction. Brent Shockey is your one call for any general contracting you may need. From customized homes, outbuildings to additions, with over 12 years of experience and quality work, Shockey Construction of Amherst is the name to know. Shockey is also a proud supporter of the Amherst teams and coaches and would like to take this time to say best of luck Broncos in tonight's game. Shockey Construction of
1: Amherst. And welcome back to High School Volleyball. As we go into the third set here, Pleasanton will get to serve it away, and Amherst brings it to the right side. Herrick, it's going to be dug out, pass back middle. They're going to get a shot. Pates, and she's blocked, roofed up there by Hannah Herrick. That'll be her first ace block and the fourth overall for Amherst. And now Herrick will go back and serve it away. But first, Taryn Flood will rotate in here for the back row for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Carney Catholic does defeat Bishop Newman after dropping the first set, 17-25, 25-22, 25-18. They'll play Christian later on tonight at 7 o'clock as Linder blocks or gets blocked by Hadwiger, but it's out of bounds, and Katie now with her 14th kill, 1-1, and Siegel to serve it away. Uh, As we said earlier, Grand Island Central Catholic won their first match tonight in straight sets over Aquinas in the Centennial Pool play. Tip across here by Potts. Pierce can't dig it out of the net, and Potts with the kill. So no kills in this. But five overall now for Jalen, and Amherst will take the lead two to one. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth for all of tonight's action. We'll take a look at that FKC bracket here in a moment. As it's served across by Potts, Linder elevates. dug out of the net. No lift called. Good job by Stoke, Brandon Hadwiger. They do get it across on a free ball. Quick to Linder. That one's not coming back. Number 15 for Katie Linder, 2-2. Here in Pleasanton Monday at 5, SEM will play Ansley Litchfield. The winner gets Pleasanton at 7. In between should be a great one. Axtell and Elm Creek, the 4-5 matchup at 6. In Overton, at 5 o'clock, Highline and Wilcox-Hildreth. The winner gets Overton at 7. Amherst and Loomis will play at 6 o'clock Monday in Overton. And then the semifinals and finals at Kearney Catholic. And we've got those for you Tuesday and Thursday. Stokebrand takes it over, dug out, and they'll go to Pates. On the angle, she got the line in front of the Pleasanton fans. And Belle Pates with her seventh kill. 3-2 Bulldogs, Casey Pierce. That's the first point she's picked up on her serve so far tonight. Which is highly unusual, and the serve across ties them up in the back row on Herrick. Run down there by Losh and Cole, taken over by Stokebrand over Doug, tipped back by Hattinghigger, and joust back to Tenley. She's blocked by Linder, and set back across here finally to the Bulldogs. So now they're back in system to Pates on the outside off the tip. Losh and Cole with a dig, bump set outside has to be tipped across there by Hammer Long rally to Pates. She's blocked, stays on the Bulldog side. Kinsey Lender to Pate. She'll roll it across and finds the opening. Eight kills now for Bell. 4 to Pleasanton. Major League Baseball going on tonight. The Yankees lead Tampa Bay 1-0 with the bases loaded in the bottom of the second. Atlanta swept out Miami today 7-0. And Houston beats Oakland 11-6 to advance on. In the net violation called here on Pleasanton. As they tried to go up and get the block, Pleasanton didn't agree. Both officials said in the net. And Coach Nordby didn't like that one either. Somebody was in the net. And it'll be Amherst Point, 4-3. And then later tonight, by the way, Dodgers play the Padres. ESPN reporting that the Titans-Bills game this weekend is going to be on Tuesday night at 5 o'clock Central as long as there are no more positive tests And Amherst serves it into the net. Of course, Tennessee going through the COVID. That's why Axtell's not here tonight. A lot of other things going on. More football games than any time during the year canceled this week. And it'll be Katie Linder to serve here at 5-3 and an ace. That'll be her first 6-3. Pleasanton winning the first two sets, 25-19, 25-12. And now up 6-3 here in the 3rd Nearly unblemished on the year. Again, only the one set that they have lost, and that was to Central Catholic in the Ord Invite final. Tenley Hadwiger, nice swing, passed up. It stayed out of the rafters that time, so Pates is going to get a nice roll shot for the kill. That almost hit a rafter. I mean, it was all the way up to the ceiling, and it came down cleanly after the Katie Linder dig. And she'll serve it away again now at 7-3. And Linder, angle, they let it go, it's out. Good job there by Lush and cole to pull back at the last moment. Point Amherst, and now they need a little something. And we'll see if they can get it. Tenley Hadwiger to serve, a little bit shorter, set to the outside. Pates tipped it across there, and nobody can get it after that. Pates is finding some good direction already. Four kills for her here in this third set, and it's 8-4. To serve it away, will be Weisdorfer. Fires it across there to Herrick. Set back to Herrick. She'll take it over the block of Siegel and good. Hannah with her fifth kill. Eight-five. Side out here for the Broncos. Looks like they have also pushed. The Broncos game to Monday night due to some COVID with the Patriots, and that'll be on the Breeze 94.5 as Trampy serves it across. Redirected Potts is ready, sends it back over to Siegel. Siegel outside, Pates, she'll rip it down near corner, zone one, Bell. It's her set now, 9-5 Pleasanton. So more news and updates with COVID than usual. And we want to see a substitution now for Amherst. And checking out will be Prickett, and Hagen will check in. Maybe one rotation early. And Pates to serve it away. Line drive shot to Josie Tesmer. They'll go middle quick, and Herrick will terminate. 9-6. Again, Amherst hanging around. They got off to such a great start tonight. Played so well early on, up 10-5 in that first set. And they were actually ahead last at 13-12, and then Pleasanton got the lead and pulled away for the 25-19 to 19 victory. And the serve across here is going to be deep and out of bounds for the Broncos and Hagan. So second service there of this game for Amherst after committing only one the entire match until that point. Fisher serves it across at Trampy in the middle for Potts around the block, and she is going to have it picked up. And then a double hit called there on Pleasanton. Potts drove it across. It went off of Fisher into the Raptors, came right back down to Fisher. So Chelsea says, I'll play it again and see if they notice. But they did. And a side out here for the Broncos. And Herrick Desue. Right down the middle to Weisdorfer. Set Linder on the outside. She rattled it off the tape. And out of bounds. That should be four hits. Oh, they're going to call a tip on Amherst. Wow. And now the captain, Trampy, going to talk to the up official. That clearly looked like it was not touched by Amherst. So Linder is going to get the kill, and it's 11-7. And Siegel to serve it away. Some interesting comments from the fans. Outside, they'll get a swing here from Hedwiger, and that'll get it right back over to Amherst. So Tenley will get her fourth kill. Whenever our match is done, it's the New West postgame show. I will have to say, and again, to be fair with our officials, I, you know, maybe they missed a call. Okay, so maybe they missed one. But there have been some tough ones here tonight, more than we would usually see, or at least that we've seen radio-wise. And the serve goes into the net again, so all of a sudden some serving problems here for Amherst. They had one in the first two sets. They've already got three here in the third. It's 12-8. And Casey Pierce says, here you go. I'm going to give it right back to you. And she is struggling a little bit. And, again, we said it last time she made an error, that she has that great toss. It's what all the jump servers do. They throw it high in the air, and then they get that spin on it and really able to kill it. But she doesn't jump, and usually it works for her, but not so far tonight. Losh and Cole go- uh, ser- serves it across, and Losh and Cole... Doesn't get a chance to serve again because we get a ball up and straight down in front of that 10-foot line from Katie Linder. Her match-high 17th kill. And now it's her turn to serve it away at 13-9. Just got it across, picked up there by Herrick. Set right side. Hadwiger on the angle attack. We'll put it away for the Broncos. Tenley now with 5, 13-10. to For Amherst, Potts has 6. So does Herrick. And Hadwiger has five kills for Pleasanton. Linder has as many as they all do. She's got 17, 11 for Pates, 8 for Fisher, 6 for Pierce. And Fisher trying to add another one, but in the net going to be called here on Amherst. And it's 14 to 10, Pleasanton going to give Fisher the kill because it was passed back at the bottom of the net. I don't think that that was going to be played anyway. So give Fisher credit for it. And the serve over to Herrick. They quicker in the middle. She'll go up and put it down. Only a single block up that time for Pleasanton. And I can tell you right now, if you don't already know the name, get ready to know the name Hannah Herrick here over the next few years. She is an outstanding freshman for this Amherst Bronco Ball Club. She's third on the team in kills, but look out. She's going to be something to watch. Server crossed, over dug, redirected Siegel at touched pots and falls to the floor. And Natalie will get her third kill. Trading points for most of this set problem for Amherst as they were down 7-3, to three, and it's been between 3-4 and 5 the rest of the way. Pates serves it into the net. 15-12, back over to Amherst, and they need to get something going here from the service line. Kate and Hagen, the sophomore, to serve it away. Hagen, who had an error last time, gets it across to Pates. Back set Fisher. She blocked up there by Potts, but out of bounds. And kill number 10 for Fisher. Wow. Three Bulldogs in double-digit kills here, and we're just past the halfway point of the third set. And now Fisher to serve, but into the net. Well, we've got our own pandemic right now with these service errors here in game three. And back in is going to be Taryn Flood for Fisher to play back row. And Herrick to serve it across. Took it at Katie Linder. Bumps that to Katie from the 10-foot line. Tries to get a full swing. Picked up by Potts. Trampy has to run it down at the net. It's going to be blocked down by Siegel. That second pass was too close to the net. Hadwiger tried to tip it across, but Siegel was right there for the easy block. And it's 17-13. Neither team has used a timeout here so far. Of course, Pleasanton hasn't been in a situation to use many of them, but I think we might get one right here, and that's the case for Coach Joni Fader. Timeout going to be called here by Amherst, 25-19, 25-12 Pleasanton. They're up 17-13 in the third. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney.
7: Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest patch to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton.
0: Trotter Fertilizer in service of Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes and wish them good luck in the competition. Stop in and talk to the experts at Trotter Fertilizer and Service of Pleasanton for everything you need to keep your farm rolling and your crops growing, including chemicals and fertilizer. Trotter Fertilizer and Service in Pleasanton. Good luck, Bulldogs.
5: Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find where your neighbors and your friends go see Trotter.
1: Out of the timeout from Amherst, we're back to action on the Seagull serve. Outside attack from the 10-foot line, Hadwiger takes it across, dug out there by Flood, middle to Linder, and another kill for Katie Linder. It'll be interesting to see how things play out in the conference tournament, because for Amherst, the two teams that they would need to beat to get to the finals have beaten them. Uh, and Loomis, they took three sets their last match out. They were swept by Overton earlier this month. Attacked by Potts, dug out by Pates, tipped across by Pierce. Here's the set to the outside, a little collision, and Hadwiger got it across, one arm up by Weisdorfer to save it. Pierce is standing, Spike rolled it into the back row, and she'll get the kill off the errant pass. And Casey Pierce, her seventh kill, and now the lead up to six at 19-13. And Siegel, the leading server, this has been their best rotation over to Hadwiger, set it back to Tenley. She drives it through the double block of the Linder Sisters. And kill number three of the set, six of the match for Tenley-Hadwiger. And back to serve it away will be Josie Lachenkohl. Again, a reminder, Thursday night football tonight, the Bears and Tampa Bay getting underway at 7.20 on ESPN, 1460-1550. Kinsey Linder with the attempt at a kill, and it's going to be blocked by Tenley-Hadwiger with some help from Macy Stokebrand. 19-15, and lashen Cole serves. This time set back row for Pates off the tip. It's good. That redirected it. lashen Cole was ready, but it got tipped, and then she had to try and lunge at it. And Bell Pates, six kills in this set. 20-15, Casey Pierce to serve away. Here in the third. Good top spin there. Dug out and tipped across by Hadwinger, and Tedley was able to drop it in the donut hole. And an equally good set here for Hadwiger for Amherst. Again, after tonight, we go into the conference tournament. There's nothing this weekend for either one of the teams. Then Pleasanton will host SEM and go to Ansley Litchfield with a try with Loomis. Only one match after tonight for Amherst. Pates drives it across, then a lift called as they had to try and dig it out of the net. Give Pates credit for another one. Again, after the conference tournament, All that's left for Amherst is a home duel with Gothenburg who has 17 wins on the season and that's coming up on the 20th. And now back to serve it away is Katie Linder at 21-16 Bulldogs. Ace because nobody picked it up. It was dug out initially by the freshman Hannah Herrick but then nobody was able to grab it after that. 22-16. Linder with her second ace and I'll tell you what, for the most part, I think of these ace serves, about all of them have been that same way. It's not like it rockets off somebody and goes out of bounds. Stokebrand, roll shot, back middle. It's on the line, and Macy Stokebrand will get her second kill. Good placement shot there for the Broncos, and Hadwiger will go back to serve it away. Pleasanton three points away from the match. Overton has taken the first set for Mansley Litchfield in play tonight. Good strong serve to Linder in the back corner. Back row attack by Pierce. Dug out there. Losh and Cole set outside off the back foot, taking it across his pricket, Dumped across there by Kinsey Linder. Hadrigger's got it quick in the middle, tipped over by Herrick. Overdig, slapped back over by Stoke Grand. She's got two in a row. Good exchange there for Amherst, 22-18. to 18. They've got to keep this string going there, and into the net it went. You could tell as she lunged at the serve, it just never got high off her hand. And point for Pleasanton and now reagan weisdorfer tries to finish it up 23 18 into the net 23 19. and maybe because they've used all their rotations macy Stokebrand is going to have to stay in and serve here for amherst i'm guessing coach fader out of subs because she would rotate here Stokebrand though clean serve siegel dumps it across save there washington cole in the middle to herrick Driven over to Linder, outside Pates, big run, big kill, it's match point. Eight in the set, 14 in the match for Pates. And it'll be Pates to go back and serve it away here for a 22-0 record for Pleasanton. And the serve by Pates, a short one into the middle of Herrick, passes it here to Prickett, back to Herrick, drives it across, Pates with the dig, Siegel sets middle, Fisher terminates, and they stay undefeated and do it again in straight sets on the Chelsea Fisher kill 25 19 in this third set but sometimes you play some of your better ball and defeat and this is our first chance to see Amherst this year They're a good team they're a good volleyball team and as coach fader and we'll get a chance to talk to her here in the post game she told me in the pregame we're a young team we hope that we can be where Pleasanton is two three years down the road because they have so many freshmen on this squad, and uh, we will see they're off to a good start here, playing even without one of their starting middles and junior Hannah Adam. They play well tonight, but Pleasanton able to come away with the sweep, 25-19, 12-19. We will be back with the New West post-game Show right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com.
4: Lammers Truck Line, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank. Best of luck from The River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs.
1: Time now for the New West postgame show. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery, certified and fellowship-trained physicians, providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. In that third set for Amherst, Hannah Herrick had an ace block and three kills. Josie Lashen-Cole had a service point. Macy Stokebrand, two kills. Tenley Hadwiger, a service point and ace block, and four kills. Jalen Potts had two kills. 11 kills, two ace blocks, and no ace serves for Amherst. For Pleasanton, Natalie Siegel had two service points, an ace block, and a kill. Belle Pates, a service point, which was the game winner. She had eight kills in that third set. Katie Linder had three service points. Two of them were aces. She had five kills. Casey Pierce, a couple of service points and a kill. Chelsea Fisher had three kills. 18 kills, one ace block, and two ace serves. Pleasanton wins the third set 25 19 to complete the sweep. They're now 22 0. Amherst will drop to 15 8. And Coach Shane Norby is joining us here. On the bright side, you get a win. Everybody gets to go home early. On the negative side, COVID uh, coach actually comes in and, and touches base here with this. Uh, Axtell talking with Coach Nelson this morning said they've had a little issue. Didn't know how that would affect. And I do want to start there because I think football is one thing. We talk about how safe everybody's trying to be, but the decision necessarily has to be kind of a mutual one. Can you tell us what went into what happened today?
11: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, they came into my classroom this morning and and just said, you know, the, the problems, addressed the problems over in Extel with COVID-related things and, and said, you know, what are your thoughts? And and I didn't have to think really very hard about it. Uh, you know, we got a lot to lose. And so, of course, we wanted to play. We wanted to do all that. um, But, you know, we got to be smart about it, too. And and that was just kind of an easy decision, I felt like, for me. Um, I don't know how they felt about it, but, um, you know, it was just something that I felt we need to do for us. Now you take it a step further, and we'll have a
1: few days here to maybe get some testing and find out uh, asymptomatic or if any of the kids really have it when they go back through the contact tracing. But now we're going to get into the conference tournament yourselves and Overton, and I'm guessing it's probably not your decision anymore. This would go to a conference decision,
11: but Axel is supposed to come here on Monday. Uh, Your thoughts? Yeah, I don't know whose final decision that'll be. It'll be something, you know, we'll live with whatever they decide, Um, you know, that. Maybe they'll find something out, and it won't be as big a decision between now and then. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a conference personnel decision, and, and right now I guess that's out of our hands. Well, and we all we hope that it all comes out
1: positive and that we can have a of great course. tournament because this can be a great tournament. And I hadn't seen Axtell, so I wanted to see them. I thought Amherst-Axtell would be a great matchup tonight, but Amherst played well tonight. Uh, but you... <laughs> I mean, Tuesday night, I did Carney Catholic in North Platte and thought 53 kills by the Stars in three sets was something. I had you for 57 tonight. Amherst wasn't making a lot of errors. You were able to do what you
11: do out there, and a lot of kids got involved. Yeah, I told the girls, you know, they're going to send a lot of balls back our way. They're going to dig a lot of balls. They've been playing really well this year, uh, and hats off to them. They're much improved from where they, they were last year for sure. Um, we've seen them earlier this season, and they were good then, and, and they've continued to be and improve. Um, you know, we we talk about every day we just want to take care of things when the ball's on our side of the net. And sounds like I didn't know the stats, but 57 kills in, in three sets, that's, that's a good night. And any coach, I think, will take that from their girls. Yeah, no doubt about it. I mean, again, we keep talking about the same kids over and over
1: because we, now we've seen you enough times that, that we can do that. What, what did you specifically
11: see as we're kind of heading now into that third phase of the season where we get to the tournaments? You know, I saw our serve receive was really good tonight, I felt like. Uh, serving, we kind of let let down a little bit, especially in that third set. I think we had maybe three missed serves in a row, and that's something that we, we work on a lot. Um, they were trying to be aggressive. They were trying to to put some pressure on Amherst, and, and I felt like we did that. Uh, maybe we were trying to push a little bit too hard, um, but... You know, we take some errors with with some aggressive play also. What was the feeling? Again, You, you we talked about this
1: early in the year, the emotions, maybe even last year with Coach Arnsdorf in basketball. They're not an overly emotional group. So you're down 10-5. It's the first set. And, and I kind of mentioned at the time, Amherst off to a good start. But it's not like you take a timeout or the kids are rattle at all. They kind of
11: figure what's going
1: to happen after that.
11: Yeah, coaching these girls for four years now, I've kind of learned that they can play through a lot. Um, and when, you know, sometimes where coaches will take a timeout, I let them play another point or or two points. And and more often than not, they play themselves out of it and they, they get a side out. And then they you know that that leads to us playing a little better and, and making less mistakes. And and, you know, I like to see them get back on the horse themselves rather than calling timeout and and trying to finagle things and do that kind of stuff. Um, these girls have played enough. They know what they're supposed to do and they know what they've done um that needs to get better and, and I don't usually have to say a whole lot to them even in timeouts I you know sometimes it's hard to, to find something to say to them because they know exactly what's coming and they know you know I ask them who do you think they're going to set and they always throw out you know I think they're going to set over here on the outside what do you think they're going to do I think they might tip you know they're they're very good at predicting and and they watch a lot of game film and and they do those kinds of little things that that you can't really coach into a girl Shane, a couple more for you. Still got a lot of season to go here, hopefully. But once this season is over, everybody's
1: going to be talking about rebuilding, whether that's fair or not. But one of the gals that will be here for you is Chelsea Fisher. And I thought she played, from what I've seen, this is probably her best game of the year tonight. She's been consistent, but, you know, she served it well. She had 11 kills. Uh, Usually when she's up
11: there at the block, it's kind of a single block just because of where you're at at the rotation. What would you see from her? You know, she, she continues to play well. She's played well most of the season. Um, she's kind of that girl that gets overlooked a lot of times. Um, but as far as hitting efficiency and those kinds of things, she's one of the best in the state and we don't take her for granted by any means. Um, you know, I talked to Natalie and we got to get her the ball when she's in the front row because she is so efficient. She just doesn't make a bunch of errors with the ball. She controls it. She hits it to spots and, and, um, she hits it hard. She, she can hit roll shots. She hits it to different areas. Um, I think she's overlooked by a lot of teams. Um, and they're starting to realize that, that she's the real deal. All right, conference gets going next Monday. You'll get either SEM or
1: Ansley Litchfield. As many people will say, it's Pleasanton and everybody else, although the everybody else
11: is pretty darn good, two through about six or seven in this conference. Yeah, you can say it's Pleasanton versus everybody else, but we get everybody's best shot, it seems, and and we like that target on us. These girls have have had that target on them for year after year, and they step up and they play, and I think they kind of like seeing that, and having that, that target and having people take shots at them and, and just working hard every day in practice to to stay on top. And, and they don't take anything for granted. They come in, they work as hard today as they did day one. All right, Shane, keep them healthy this weekend, and we'll see you next week at conference. All right,
1: thank you. You bet. Shane Norby, head coach at Pleasanton. We're on the new West Post game show. We'll take a look at the final stats right after this. Shockey
8: Construction. Brent Shockey is your one call for any general contracting you may need. From customized homes, outbuildings to additions, with over 12 years of experience and quality work, Shockey Construction of Amherst is the name to know. Shockey is also a proud supporter of the Amherst teams and coaches and would like to take this time to say best of luck Broncos in tonight's game. Shockey Construction of Amherst.
5: The dream of every American farmer is to watch the family farm being passed on from generation to generation. CHS wants to be the company that helps that dream come true. Farmers know CHS Agronomy is who they can trust and count on. When you do business with CHS and Holdridge, you're connecting to agronomic expertise. Your CHS Agronomy department can help you with everything from chemical, fertilizer, seed, and precision ag. People and resources you can count on always, and always here at chsholdridge.com. Farmer owned with global connections
8: deal more.
1: And welcome back to the post-game show here on uh, Power 99, brought to you by New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery. We've got those final stats coming up, but uh, Amherst has come out of the locker room. So Coach Joni Fader is going to sit down with us for a couple of minutes. And Coach, without having seen you play this year, and just kind of talking with you a little bit before the game, and, and emailing with you this morning, uh, I did mention at the end. I said sometimes. You play well and you lose, or you play and you win, and you and you don't play all that well. And sometimes you lose and play some of your better volleyball. Well, definitely sets one and three, uh, pretty good. And in, in... it came out in game one. Gets the crowd into it. You got a little rivalry going here. What's Amherst doing, sticking around with this team? You tell me what you think of the way the team played tonight.
12: You know, I thought our our youth got a hold of us a little bit, and we had too many unforced errors. We have not had a game with this many unforced errors. Several games. And some of that could be to the power of Pleasanton as well, but most of them were our our, our
1: mistakes. You play a lot of kids. You said, hey, mm-hmm. get ready. We rotate a lot. And <laughs> yeah. you, sh- you sure do. But that's, again, part of that's uh, some inexperience uh, from the mm-hmm. past years. You get a lot of freshmen, yep. sophomore. Uh, but hey, you had one seven of eight coming in. I was curious, because as I said, All seven of those teams at the time right now are a little bit below 500. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have played. You beat a couple of teams that are are right there. Um, So I know you you wanted to be tested tonight going into the conference tournament. Uh, What was was the thing that pleased you most about the way you did play tonight?
12: That the kids came back after that lull in the second set. And they came back in the third set and found a way to score 19 points in that third set. And so... You know, making a culture change at a school, coming off of a rebuilding year, we're in a transition year, we call it, playing lots of young kids. There's sometimes we have five freshmen on the floor. And so just getting all those dynamics to work when you're under the pressure of the number one team in the state can be tough. And until that experience kicks in and they're just used to all that type of pressure and how to think quickly and respond more quickly, um, that that'll come, that'll come. So,
1: I've seen obviously a couple of the kids like Hadwiger and and Potts. That's a, a couple upperclassmen for you, but I'm guessing if I'll have to go, if I could find the first Pleasanton game I did when these kids were freshmen, I would probably ask Shane. Now tell me a little bit about this Katie Linder girl. So I'm going to ask you, <laughs> tell me a little bit about this Hannah Herrick.
12: <laughs> you noticed? <laughs> huh? Oh my. Yeah, Hannah Herrick is is the up and coming you know power hitter for us and she works super hard in practice competes uh, stays after practice she's one of those kids that wants to be excellent at everything she does and she's a sweetheart as well as a person and so we're excited what the future holds there and um, you know she's starting to get those quick hits down to the six to ten foot line sometimes depending and and so we're, we're tickled to see her start to have a little more ball control, um, a little more hand placement on the ball, being able to generate more shots. And we, f- we focus a lot on not being just a straight line hitter. And so um, she has really embraced that, being able to get up and do different things with her hand on the ball to move the ball around. So that is a very advanced skill.
1: Well, you get Loomis uh, Monday night. You go over to Overton. Uh, you had a battle with Loomis uh, here just the last time out. Uh, what about, uh, what about, and, and I don't know how much of that has to do with you or them. I want to ask you about uh, Hannah Adam. This is the first game you played without her, too. So yeah. you get ready for Loomis. Uh, tell me what you're expecting on Monday night.
12: Well, yeah, having just played Loomis, and we did have a, a, a mental breakdown in the second set against that game. They're, they're going through a lot of changes and injuries and COVID, and I hurt for them. Carries a great coach, and so we'll see. You know, we'll see. We're coming off a homecoming week, lots of homework next week like a lot of kids, and so we're going to have to give them some mental time and physical time to recover, and we are not looking past Loomis at all.
1: All right. The, the goal is to get to Carney, just down the road and play yeah. at Carney Catholic. Uh, on yep. Tuesday and Thursday, so uh, Coach will let you get out of here because they want us to get out of here, too. <laughs> I know you wanted to play Axtell tonight, too. It just didn't work out. I know that's kind of the bummer of the night, but uh, maybe, uh, maybe run across some uh, good teams definitely next week. So uh, best yeah. of luck.
12: Thank you. Thanks for coming out and supporting volleyball.
1: You bet. Amherst Head Volleyball Coach Joni Fader joining us here. The final stats, and we'll wrap it up right after this on the New West Post Game Show.
8: Mexi-fry nachos have been an Amigos' favorite for almost 40 years. I mean, who can resist that warm cheese sauce drizzled over golden Mexi-fries? Well, right now, to celebrate our 40th anniversary, Amigos has added new queso Mexi-fry nachos. Crispy Mexi-fries smothered with homemade queso cheese and our famous ranch dressing, then topped with taco meat and made-from-scratch guacamole. Who knows? You may just start craving a new fave. New queso Mexi-fry nachos at Amigos'
13: tired of looking at your family as they stare into their phones? Why not give them something incredible to look at, like Mother Nature, while cruising around in a new or used boat from Buzz's Marine? Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer can help you and your family unplug and de-stress in a healthy way on the water. They have sport and surf boats, deck boats, fishing boats, and pontoons and triple tunes. Whatever you choose, you can't lose. Find out more today at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer at 5th and Central Carney, or online at Buzz's Marine
1: for you. Get a big thank you to Athletic Director Casey Loomis and the crew here for their hospitality. This is the final stats of the night. For Amherst, Hannah Herrick, three service points and ace block, and tied for the team lead with seven kills. Brianna Trampi a service point. Josie Lashen-Cole had a service point. Brianna Bosshammer, an ace block. Macy Stokebrand had three kills. Tenley Hadwiger, three service points. One was an ace and ace block. And tied for the team Iowa, seven kills. Caiton Hagen had a kill. Jalen Potts, two service points, one was an ace, two ace blocks six kills, and Saren Prickett had one kill. 25 kills, five ace blocks, two ace serves. Amherst now falls to 15-8, and and as we said, they go to Overton, 6 o'clock Monday, to take on Loomis. We were talking with Coach Fader here. They may try to make up the game with Axtell. After the conference tournament, which would be big for both when it comes to wildcard points. Again, their only game after the conference tournament is on the 20th at home against Gothenburg. For Pleasanton, Natalie Siegel led the match in serving with 13 points. One was an ace. She had an ace block and three kills. Haley Molring, two kills, Bell Pates, a service point, 14 kills. Kinsey Linder, two kills. Katie Linder, 7 service points, 2 of them aces, 3 ace blocks, and a match high, 18 kills. Reagan Weisdorf, 2 service points, Casey Pierce, 2 service points, 7 kills. And Chelsea Fisher, 6 service points, and 11 kills. In three sets, that's 57 kills. Four ace blocks and three ace serves. Pleasanton 22-0. Still has only dropped one set. 25-19, 25-12, 25-19. And they will be here at home on Monday night playing at 7 o'clock against the winner of SEM, Ansley Litchfield. And again, we want to tell you after that, they will take on SEM at home on the 19th and go to Ansley for a triangular with Ansley Litchfield and Loomis. Again, Loomis not playing tonight because of COVID. That's why Overton and Ansley Litchfield playing a duel just like they did here tonight with Axtel out. So hopefully everybody's healthy and we can play next week. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Tomorrow night, football. Gibbon hosting Centura here on Power 99. Carney Catholic hosting Adams Central on ESPN 1460. And then on Saturday, we will be in Grand Island Central Catholic for the final day of the Centennial Conference Tournament on ESPN Radio. That gets underway at 10 a.m. For our producer-engineer, Cannon Rath. I'm Doug Duda. Pleasanton with a good sweep over Amherst.
2: That's where we always go.